Hi, this is Kim Bellmeno from The Great Up Leveler. I want to apologise firstly to you all because I haven't posted a podcast for a couple of weeks and it has been school holidays. I did take my two boys camping and a whole lot of other stuff happened. Life happens and life happens to all of us. And I find it interesting that some people are knocked off their purpose, knocked off course easily. And for these two weeks, I've been one of those people. And other people, no matter what happens, they stay en route. They stay true to themselves, true to their course, true to their focus. And I would like to steer myself more onto that path and that course of action. And that's what I think it is. It's a course of action. It's actually getting out of the mind and breaking that thought pattern from procrastination or excuses or doubt, self-fear, breaking it before the thoughts come in and getting up and doing what you have planned to do without excuse. So with this in mind, I actually happened across on Audible, which is another distraction. But anyway, it's okay. It was um, a way of winding down and listening to some education while I'm doing other things. So I do listen to Audible from time to time, just as you are now listening to podcasts. Um, and I do the same, obviously. So anyway, uh, Audible was giving away some coaching from Mel Robbins. I don't know if you've heard of Mel Robbins. I hadn't heard of her before, but she's from Boston, I believe, in America, and she's a coach. She's very well known, apparently. Uh, she's now well known to me and to you. Uh, before before I discovered her uh, recently, I didn't hear about her. Uh, what she does as she's written a book, it's a New York best time seller called 54321. It's called the five second rule. And the 54321 was her technique or a tool that she used in order to get up out of bed when she was going through a personal crisis and a financial crisis in her life. So the 54321, then the rocket launches, bang, up out of bed, no excuses. And the 54321, she says, uh, takes the thoughts from the back of the head to the front, to the um, prefrontal cortex, the rational mind. So it gets rid of any naysaying from the back. It breaks the, the negative loop of the habit of laying in the bed, for example, in her example, and it moves it to the front. So a decision's made. There's no procrastination. And she also says, interestingly, that procrastination is an excuse. It's actually not the underlying problem. The underlying problem of procrastination is something far deeper. And it is never just procrastination. She also doesn't believe in a lack of motivation. She says there's always a reason and that's just um, a symptom of a deeper problem. So I found that interesting as well. So basically all of this to say, I am sorry I haven't been uploading. I was hoping to get this guy. He runs a vegan restaurant with his a boyfriend, uh, his life partner, and they have set up 
a um, reserve, I guess, to help uh, a shelter, uh, to help chihuahuas. And basically they rescue chihuahuas, a sanctuary they call it, and they they have seven or eight or nine of them on their property. Um, they're from breeders, factories, um, puppy farms they're called, who overbreed and the poor little dogs have problems. But I actually quite like the fact that I walk into their cafe, which is unusual to have a vegan cafe up in this little village near where we where we work and right near where the, my kids go to school. And they have created such a great sense of community and love and hope and aspiration that the cafe is booming. And before they took over, it was dead. It was a French little cafe and it was dead. Now I can't even manage to get in there and interview him and he keeps putting it off anyway um, because they're so busy. So what I find is inspirational about that is they are also uh, creating a way for the charities, which is um, because they are vegans, the um, Till the Cows Come Home, I think is their charity that they support and a couple of other animal welfare charities. And they, earn, they raise heaps of funds for these animals. And they also do market days um, with natural products. They give you a warm greeting. They give you a hug. They're always looking at your table to see if you're, if you need anything, if you've got enough water, etc. Like the traditional Italian waiters do. They really take everything um, to the next level, which is so much appreciated in this quiet seaside town where I live. It's not so quiet anymore, but really the service is pretty dismal on lots of levels in lots of places. So they're, they're a breath of fresh air. And I really wanted to just interview him and give you an idea of his philosophies. But as I said, it hasn't happened. And that's put me off um, posting anything until now. So I hope you're all well. I hope life is treating you well. And I hope that you're actually not using procrastination like I have been um, to hold you back as an anchor. I know it's really, really difficult when you have too much time and your brain starts clicking over with the excuses as mine does. I think the problem is also if you are used to reading a lot, um, researching a lot, I went to university as a late bloomer and I just loved it because I could be in my head intellectualizing things. It doesn't help you to achieve if you're not putting what you've learned, your knowledge into action. And I found that these last two weeks, this has been really frustrating. I have been spending the time with the kids anyway and giving them experiences that they shall always remember. I don't believe in letting the children, especially if they're in primary school of that age, to sit down in front of technology for hours on end or the screen or TV, what have you. So I believe in doing things with them and having an experience with them. So that was also quite important for me over the school holidays. Another thing I wanna talk about is bullying, bullying in the workplace and bullying just because people can. It's not good enough. There is no space in our community, in our lives, 
in our modern day era to be bullying others. You have to look at yourselves. You have to ask why, if you're the bully, why are you perpetrating this? What is holding you back? Why are you creating a distraction so you don't have to look at yourself? And what what's the purpose? If you're the victim of being bullied, you have to find a way to let it float off you like water off a duck's back. You have to let it not penetrate within and just fall off the aura or the zone of protection or whatever you put around you and not absorb it. It's not your issue. It's completely their issue. Um, and I did meet a bully um, in an organisation, a government-funded organisation that was in a senior position and he completely bullied me um, for the quick meeting that we had. But in my mind, I just thought, you're a tool, you're a nutcase to myself about him, yet I still allowed him to affect me. And, yeah, that kind of knocked me for a six for a, for a little bit. It did and it didn't. I was kind of surprised that I would even listen to him or let it affect me. I'm never going to see this guy again in my life. But it also I didn't stick up to him because he had a position of power. And that surprised me as well. It's kind of I was, I did get my back up and I was offended and I changed the way that I spoke to him. But I probably could have said more and could have called him out. So that was an interesting thing that happened. Um, and, yeah, and just with the camping, there was some vile language used with the people next door to us. And it just kind of is informative to me that our children are really growing up in an era where people are just not being nice to each other, especially in families. And that's a really sad state of affairs that we're getting ourselves into in this modern life and something that we really need to stop, pull up our socks, look at our own behaviour and also to say to these people, that's unacceptable that language, um, that way of being, that way of speaking um, towards your family or towards others is unacceptable. Um, it's passive aggressive and also because we feel it's not our business, nothing's said. So that's another interesting thing about whether we should actually speak out. I definitely told my children that it's uneducated and, and um, foul and horrible and unnecessary. Um, but I also was aware that it was kind of passively aggressive, my reaction as well. Yeah. So I don't know. What are your thoughts about all of this? Do you speak out against bullies? Do you stick up for yourself? Do you say enough is enough? Are you being honest? Are you having those difficult conversations or are you letting people walk over you? Are you putting up just with rubbish just to keep the status quo? I'd love to get your response and I wish you all the very best. I'll bring you some lovely interviews soon, as soon as I can. 
and I wish you all the happiness, all the love, and a great adventure. Thank you for listening to The Great Up Leveler.